0: to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll discover how to break through your money blocks and have a great relationship with money. Learn the secrets you can replicate to manifest more money in your business and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, Money Mindset Expert and CPA, Caroline Labour. Hi, I'm Caroline Labour, Money Mindset Expert and CPA. Today, we're going to talk about why you're so comfortable with your limiting beliefs. So let's get into it. Now I realize that today's topic may hit a nerve for some people. So I wanna start off by saying that most people are so comfortable with their limiting beliefs because they're so familiar. So we're gonna go for a bit of a terminology change here. And what I want you to get your head around is the idea that your comfort zone, which I'm sure you've heard of, is actually um better stated as your familiar zone. So, you know, usually when um someone is confined by the comfort zone that, you know, stops them from breaking out and achieving much bigger things, it's not because being in that zone feels comfortable. It's actually because it's familiar. So it feels safe, it feels more familiar, it's what we know. And, you know, sometimes smashing out of what we know requires hard work and it requires us to break through a terror barrier and so it might seem easier to stay right where we are. So when I say that you know living with your limiting beliefs is so comfortable what I'm really saying is that it's so familiar. So we tend to stick with those and we stay in those difficult environments over and over again because it's what we know so well. So let me give you an example. I'm sure um, you know somebody who says, well, that's just how I am. And, you know, even if you give them feedback, you're trying to be helpful, trying to get them to improve something, they just refuse because in their minds that's how they are. Well, when it comes to those people, let's say they're half right. And what I mean by this is that from where they stand right now, that is exactly how they are. And they are that way right now, because that's how they've been programmed, so they're half right because, yes, they are that way, but they're also half wrong because they didn't show up on this earth that way. they've been programmed to be that way over time, and so um the reason that you know a lot of people take actions that holds them back from achieving their goals is because. This is all they know, it's how they've been programmed to behave and usually driven by their self-limiting beliefs that they collected from a really young age. And so let me give you a visual of what I think self-limiting beliefs look like. So we've all got this thing that's called a paradigm and a paradigm really defines everything about the way you see yourself. So your self-image, your um, true beliefs, so whether these are limiting beliefs or empowering beliefs. Whether you see yourself as, you know, someone who can make money or whether you're somebody who's poor, um, whether you see yourself as someone who stays in shape easily or whether you're someone who puts on weight easily. So everything that you kind of think about yourself, that's contained in your paradigm. And so your paradigm is made up of all of these different beliefs. And so a visual that um, I love to use is an example of a golf ball. So I don't know if you've ever cracked a golf ball before. I had to do this to kind of believe it for myself. But if you um, ever have the chance to take a golf ball and crack it open, you'll see that inside it's made up of loads of elastics, so elastic bands all wrapped around each other really tightly. And um, that is exactly what your mind's like. So this is um, why self-limiting beliefs become so familiar. Because what happens is it's like taking that first elastic. You um, form a belief when you're quite young. And then over the course of your life, that just gets reinforced. So all these extra elastics come and wrap themselves around it. And then another event happens. And, you know, maybe you lose some money. Maybe you miss out on a promotion. And so even more elastics start being overlaid. And before you know it, you've got this really tight little golf ball with loads of elastics that really form the person that you are, made up of all your different, you know, beliefs and habits. And so, you know, what happens is when people find, well, I can't change, that's how I am, it's because if you imagine taking a pair of scissors and snipping one of those elastics, um, it's quite possible that nothing would change. So because it's being so held together by all the other elastic bands, um, it seems as if by, you know, making that change, and trying to maybe overlay a new belief, um, nothing is going to change because that's exactly how you are. And so to ultimately change your beliefs, what you would have to do is, you know, cut lots of those elastics and really unpick all of that and neutralize, you know, all the garbage that's been overlaid there year after year and then start to actually overlay some really empowering you know, beliefs that are going to get you to the goals that you want to achieve. And so doing this, if you imagine this, you know, in terms of like who you are and the person that you've become, it's so hard for so many people because going through this transformation not only requires intense hard work and persistence, but it also in a lot of cases requires you to go against what we call your family paradigm. So especially if you grew up in a middle-class family or in poverty, um, you know, your family, your parents or your whoever your caregivers were, they would have held a lot of beliefs about what their experience with money was like. Like maybe it ran out a lot of the time. Maybe there was debt. Maybe, you know, they had to allocate things really carefully because money was scarce. And so for you to be able to hit your goals today, so if you've got really big money goals, then you being able to, you know, be a person that like smashes those goals out of the ballpark, well, that's going to require you to go against, you know, the environment you grew up in. And um, biologically, we are built to want to fit in with our tribe of origin. So your family, you know, everybody wants to fit in. We are just built that way. And so you end up operating with this um, sense of conflict where you really want something and you might work really hard towards it, but you always feel like you're being pulled back because part of you does want to fit in with your family. And so this is the, um, you know, back and forth of people trying to take a foot out of their comfort zone. So take one step out only to be pulled back in because, oh, wow, that was scary. And now it feels familiar again. And so a lot of people would prefer to sort of stay in their pain of not having money because stepping out of that comfort zone or that familiar zone brings about so much fear and panic and, you know, fear around no longer fitting in that um, it's just much easier to step back in. And the most soul-destroying example that I see of this with my clients is when people are in debt. So no one wants to be in debt, right? You know, debt doesn't feel comfortable by any means, but it can certainly feel familiar. And, you know, of all the problems that I see with money that I help people work through, debt energy is the most toxic. And so if somebody has debt, I will always help them clear that first before we start working on things like making more income because your debt energy is always going to sabotage your ability to make whatever income you're going after. And so the thing is with debt, it becomes so familiar that it's like this dark cloud that hangs over you and follows you everywhere. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, you go to work, you leave the country, you go on holidays. your debt's always there and every interaction with money becomes like this constant reminder that you've got this debt that you can't break out of. And so what I see here is a lot of people stay in this familiar zone of debt. Um And in, you know, many cases they will be trying to implement lots of strategies. So, you know, they they might track their spend, they might try and pay off all of this money, but there's another part of them that keeps spending more and keeps that cycle going because the energy of not having money is so familiar that they keep themselves there because trying to step out of that and operate under a new paradigm is, you know, too terrifying. And so the thing that I want you to realize if is if anything like that applies to you, it's not that you're no good at managing money. Like, that's never the problem. Actually, the root of the problem is that um, people who grew up with, you know, money blocks or a negative relationship with money have such strong energy stored from childhood. Um And often, you know, that might come from an experience that was built on shame. Um, and if you've ever heard my story before, you might know that I had a really strong negative money experience when I was four and that taught me, like gave me a rude shock that A, money was important, B, I didn't have any and C, it caused me the form of belief that I was poor. So as a four-year-old, my view of the world was that there were rich people and poor people and I was one of the poor people. And you know that becomes shame that you can store and carry all throughout your adult life. Especially if, you know, like I did, you don't end up sharing that experience with anyone, it just becomes your view of the world. And so what happens is um, a lot of people will be implementing a lot of strategies to try and get out of their credit card debt, but they find themselves back in that cycle over and over again. And you know, a lot of financial planners that I work with will tell me that strategies alone are not enough. Um, because there's something else going on. People are stuck in an emotional cycle with debt that they just can't break out of. And so what happens is that when people have no awareness of their self-limiting beliefs, then they end up blaming external circumstances and events. And, um, you know, they'll Sort of say well things keep happening like bad you know luck keeps happening to me my car broke down and then this happened and this happened and i'm not saying those things aren't tough like no one you know deserves horrible circumstances but it's often not a coincidence it's an energy that they're carrying that attracts really negative circumstances and by staying in kind of this victim mentality that can really stop people from discovering the real source of debt which is the negative and toxic energy that they're carrying. And so the amazing thing about working on your money blocks is that when people see that light for the first time, um, it's like, you know, something huge just transforms in their lives and they're finally for the first time able to make permanent change about their situation. So by changing people's money energy and their money mindset, they're finally able to step out of that comfort zone, out of that familiar zone, and actually take, you know, the steps, implement the strategies to clear their debt or whatever um, problem they're facing to actually go on and achieve some of their goals and get out of their toxic money situation without being slammed with, you know, all of those feelings of terror and panic. So my challenge for you today is to look at your own money situation and in particular I want you to focus on an area that you'd like to improve and then I want you to really think about that area of your money and I want you to focus on your habits and your beliefs and I want you to be really honest with yourself here and to see whether you're perhaps keeping yourself stuck in that unpleasant situation because maybe it has become your familiar zone. Thanks for joining the Money Mindset Podcast with Caroline Labor. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit our website, personalempowermentacademy.com, where you can subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss a show. You can also grab a free copy of our book, Become a Money Magnet in Less Than 5 Minutes Per Day. While you're at it, if you enjoyed our show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or we'd love for you to tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.